go. All right. Are we rolling? We are rolling. Hello, Perfect. What's up? What's up? Another edition of the Summer Show. Summer Show. Yep. Sure. In a couple weeks. Uh, it's been a couple of weeks. Couple and, week. and then your dog start barking right away. <laughs> yeah, oh, you can hear me. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Well, that's it. So hopefully, if it's, as long as like it's not too bad, sorry, let me know. But I, I won't be able to seclude myself anymore. So that's fine. That's fine. Um, but, but awesome. So yeah, welcome to this summer show, guys. It's been a few weeks. Uh, yeah. With my host uh, Kevin. We had a little bit of a of a, a health scare, right? A little bit. A little of, bit, a little bit, but not nothing. But but it's like it's kind of funny. My my wife has got has been tested twice now. Okay. Uh, once we came back from uh, Scotland and and last week, and both the times she's I remember had to be negative. So yeah, <laughs> so I was like, you must be lucky. <laughs> yeah. Or the I tests or the tests are taking too long. Yeah, this is getting over it, but um, but yeah, so I think it's 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 good, but it's uh, as I was kind of mentioning, um, a lot more people in our closed circle have been tested positive, so it's kind of like like two months ago, nobody that we knew or we saw we interacted with had it, but now it's like there are people that we're interacting with on a regular basis and family and such that's they're like getting more positive so it's it, it's, it's yeah this seems like more inevitable that like we might get it at some point like you know yeah of course yeah. um i think i listened to a podcast today it said something that if we're going at the way we're going right now like probably like 60 to 70 percent of the population will be you will be infected with covid at least in the u.s yeah so that's, that's kind of what i've, what I've heard too so, mm-hmm. so it's like Hey, well, better I watch mean, out. You're probably gonna be seventy percent, not at seventy percent. And and so and, and so, what I've been doing to kind of take care of myself is, um, I kind of listened to this uh, podcast with Wanda Patrick and, and Joe Rogan. The vitamin D one, vitamin D one, So so so, <laughs> I definitely took her advice into consideration and looked up her recommendation of, of supplements that mm-hmm. she herself takes and recommends that people take. Some of the supplements that she talks about have had some research done and some of them are more kind of prelim- preliminary or maybe hypothesis and some anecdotal data, stuff like that. But um, And so I looked at her supplements and when I put all of them in Amazon, my cart, uh, the total was coming up to be like 800 bucks or something. Really? And yeah, it was like anywhere from 500 to 800 bucks. Really? Uh, and okay. I was like, I cannot afford that much. So for like a month to two months of supply, depending upon like some of them come large quantities, some of come small quantities. So, okay. So I decided to pick a few and that suits my budget and decided to like take them. So right now I am taking uh, the suggested multivitamin okay. uh, it's from Pure Encapsulations. Good. And then uh, additional dose of vitamin D, which was, I think she recommends like 5,000 yeah. um, IU. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, 
uh, vitamin C, like two, one to two milligrams or something like that mm -hmm. um, per day. Um, and then there's like a vitamin K or something like that, um, okay. like four, four micrograms or four milligrams or something like that. Okay. Um, and one more, I kind of forgot, but uh, I'll have to look it up. But it was like 12, 12 13 bucks. I was like, yeah, I can, I can eat that. I can have that. Yeah, I know. Um, so, but I think the major ones you talked about was vitamin D and how yep. it can uh, kind of improve immune system in something that was really like highlighted to me from her podcast was the fact that um you know caucasians have like lighter skin which allows them to like absorb sunlight kind of better it sure has some cons and there's too much but their vitamin d kind of um they, they can make more vitamin d um kind of based on the sunshine that they're getting at like higher latitudes mm -hmm. whereas like i'm from india i have darker skin i'm supposed to have like more sunshine equatorial like you know and so mm -hmm. i mean here where there's like lower level of sun in, in in some sense like my production of vitamin d is anyways in, like lower yeah than what i would have been and i was i had not thought about it that way true so i was like well i guess it makes sense to 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 take more vitamin d yeah you know and, that's um, that's definitely my my adjustment after listening to the podcast is I order vitamin D off of Amazon it cost me like I don't know twelve bucks or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, th th those were not bad. Like the vitamin D and the multivitamin and such were like they were not too bad. But there were some others. Like if you look at the entire list, like if you do everything, mm -hmm. there are some that are like expensive. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, and and yeah, something she she mentions, which somebody else has talked to me about too, is that not all supplements are equal mm -hmm. um, and not all supplements have what they say they have in, the, mm -hmm. in that same amount so it's kind of like yeah if you have read the research and think that they've like you know tested third party have tested it and said oh yeah okay this this has 60 percent of what they say or 80 percent of what they say or 100 percent of what they say and it's like okay I, I should probably get that brand instead of like a Costco or Smith's the Kirkland ones because <laughs> I don't know <laughs> yeah but it's like um, I don't know it, how much they have nobody's tested them so so yeah that kind of increased the price a bit right so yeah I'm 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 not a very big supplement guy I don't think I need it I, I don't know as of this point in my life you know uh, but I do believe that you know if i eat better then everything should be fine have, have like a, ba a balanced diet yeah yeah i think definitely like if you well if you eat better and if you are getting what you need from your diet then sure sure mm -hmm. like, I, I i agree that you don't need to take supplements but for a lot of people including myself that eat crap food all the time I mean, hey. like taking supplements is like, okay, well, at, at least I can do that, right? I mean, and then instead of like changing it, because it's, in some sense, is an easier way to start. Like, it's a, it's an easier way to start towards, in my mind, towards 
wellness, health and wellness? Well, it's an interesting perspective. Now you buy it up about the value proposition, right? Like, do you, do you like fix a diet first or where, where do you take the supplement first, right? Mm-hmm. And you choose to like, you know, do a supplement first because if, if I'm doing the same thing, I, I probably want to, pay, uh, want to fix, uh, fix my diet first, you know, um, for some reason. It, 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 no, I mean, it, I, I guess it works because as I was telling you, I mean, I, I listened to your podcast on, a, on the low-carb diet and I was like, oh yeah, I did that. I, I did that for like two to three weeks, like low-carb diet, uh-huh. um, really tracking my carbs, like, you know, keeping it under as much as I could. Um, and like looking at my brother who was on a low carb low carb diet but my mom was enforcing that like as i mentioned she was weighing the food and saying okay if i'm giving you this much it has this much carbs like mm-hmm. do this much carrots or mm-hmm. you know like this much you know so that was really kind of controlled and i saw the results i saw results for him and i saw some results for myself too mm-hmm. and as I said, like I was only able to sustain it for two or three weeks. And and I think back to that time and kind of think about, oh wow, like I I did it then, I should be able to do it now. But the difference is that like for that weeks, I, I was like weighing food. I was like, <laughs> I got my scale. Uh-huh. Carrots, three ounce carrots and right. two ounce this and one ounce that. And it was just just I wasn't, it was not something I could sustain. Like the effort is like too much, right? The like effort was too much. Too much time on the waiting carrot every day. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, I was, I was trying to minimize as much, right? I was like, you know, I will buy cut carrots and I will buy cut, like, you know, I was trying to make that as easy as possible. But even then it was like, uh, it, was, okay. it was just, and you come home at seven or something. And I don't know if I'm like, up to weighing my food yeah or yeah. or it's like i weighed my food for like five days and it's like oh i gotta weigh my food <laughs> for the next one you know it's like i see so i could I, I tried i tried that and it was like okay maybe maybe there's a different way of thinking about this instead of like going cold turkey and saying i'm just gonna cut carbs right you know, I can say I'm going to eat one McDonald's sandwich less or, or something and, and slowly progress towards where I need to be. But for somebody like you, you could just do it cold turkey. Like, I don't. <laughs> okay. Did I, wait, you listen to my low carb podcast, right? Did, did I talk about how did I come to, uh, how did I get to the book? Like, what's the story behind it? Because um, I don't remember. I, I skipped one of them. Okay. So, so let me tell you kind of like how I how I got the book and how I got interested in this low carb diet thing, and um, this might be a long ramble, so feel free to stop me and I will try oh, yeah, to have yeah. pauses in there. So um, I guess it got started with um, there there this guy called Dom Angiano, Angiano something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I was re-listening to Tim Ferriss' uh, Two of Titan podcast. Um, he was one of the uh, guy who is a proponent of you know keto diet, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, if you Google like uh, Tim Ferriss or, T- or Peter uh, Peter Atia A T T I A, 
and you do Dom Angiano or something, it will pop up. Um, so Peter A T T I A is a physician. Is a he has a podcast, The Drive, and then you do and then you Google Dom D O M, and the last name is always A N G. Yeah, that guy. So so he said like a nutritionist and he do like CrossFit or something like a absolute like a um, you know physical specimen in terms of um, staying healthy and. I was just listening to to like that podcast, and that really got me onto low carb because I know what low carb means, kind of, and I know it's good for us, right? But I never really draw the connection like why, right? Mm -hmm. So after listening to that podcast, I bought three books on on like keto. I only read one of them. I probably <laughs> should get back to the other two. Um, so that's one that I talk about on the podcast. So. The thing uh, is that uh, you need to keep it under 50 grams, right? Like physical food in your mouth and 50 grams of carbohydrates. And I was drinking a Chinese summer drink, not a, uh, not a alcohol, but like a Chinese summer, uh, a summer juice made out of uh, plums called Sun Mei Tang. Okay. I read about it. It's at 22 grams of carbs. I was like, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a lot of, right. yeah. So, so my point is, is here's kind of like my discovery of it. Um, I, I wouldn't say I'm on a low carb diet, but I wouldn't say I'm low carb more, I'm more mindful towards low carb diet in a way that it can make my other dieting habits easier. Mm -hmm. It's not like a low hanging fruit because if I'm drinking like this, this, this big of a, you know, like plum juice, you know, from Beijing where I grew up, that's like half of my carb intake. I know. I, I right? yeah. That's why you gotta. That's why I was weighing stuff because like yeah, have, I know, and it's like, and it's challenging. And then the way I perceive it is that low carb diet is like it's like a lifestyle, and you cannot just just do low carb like by itself. It's really mm -hmm. challenging. You like the way that I make it work is like I don't count stuff. Like, I don't weigh stuff, mm -hmm. but the way that I'm able to make it work is. I treat it as like a guideline for health, for like uh, for a healthy eating, right? So let's say if I'm doing um, intermediate fasting, right? I like I fast every day. I do two meals. I do my first meal when I'm working mm -hmm. around seven or eight, and I do my dinner. I don't have uh, I don't have lunch, right? So I'm doing like a twelve twelve, maybe thirteen eleven, if you can argue that. So if I can eat less in a way that I I should, you know, be more conservative on the side of yeah, low carbohydrate yeah. intake as well, right? But it, but it also depends, right? Like, it, 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 it depends on what you eat. But. Yeah, yeah. So relatively speaking, you might have lower carbs. Like if your diet just has two meals instead of three, sure. Yeah. And then with lower full intake, with, with intermediate fasting, and I can make sure that I eat whole food, I don't drink soda, mm -hmm. I don't drink those sugary drink that often, right? Or I stay away from potatoes, from other stuff, just eat nuts or something. I can be on the track of getting there, right? And then um, Tim Ferriss, at least when he was writing the book back in like 2018, 2017, like he, he does a three-day fast every weekend or something. You know, so like you know, the 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 last meal for the week would be Thursday dinner, mm -hmm. and uh, he will not eat again until Sunday dinner. You know. Oh wow! And then so the water in between. Yeah, like water just, is just 
just water liquid. Yeah, and then I haven't done it yet because I don't really have that much research. And I do believe that you need some lab testing, like really draw draw the blood to measure your your, your like ketosis or like you know how much ketone you have in the blood. But that's kind of their primary argument is that okay, I need to make sure that I have my blood work done. I have to make sure that my ketone is at a certain diet uh, at a certain level. I think it's point two. 0.2 millimole per whatever, mm. right? And then I don't want to do that, right? So, but I, but I do want to kind of work it into my daily routine in a way that I can fast every day, I can eat less, and whenever I eat, I can eat good stuff and put it into my system. Yeah, so I use low carb as like a rule, as like a guideline, if that makes sense. I, know, I, I agree. I mean, like, so I, one, I would say one of my favorite things is just to can go to when I'm hungry and there's not a lot is like rice and ramen. Rice and what? Ramen. Oh, ramen, right. That's, me too. It's carbon, carbon carb. Carbon carb. <laughs> there's nothing right. in there than carbon carb. Right. You know, I mean, if I, if I want to eat that, that's it. That's done. Like, my carb for like three days is done. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's very right. true. Um, so yeah, so I mean, definitely like trying to be, so, so for me, it's like, if I have a cut down that I really need to like, have like meat prepared, like chicken or something like where it's like more protein based and like filling. And um, I, 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 I liked the, there was a tortilla, low carb tortilla. tortilla. <laughs> there is? Yeah, there is. All right. Like two grams or three grams of, of, uh, of carbs or something per like handful or per chip per, t- per tortilla, oh, tortilla. Oh, so so oh i see i see so it's a two gram in a whole bag oh okay no yeah or something like that so it's it kind of made of oats or something with that so okay it was, like, it was like well i guess that would have to do as my wrap or something you know that's your snack that's your <laughs> cheating snack my my cheating my snack was man my snack was something else like Trader Joe's has like an ice cream with like low carb. I, I, I looked at it, I was like, <laughs> I was, but it was just too much, man. It was just like, so, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, like, an- like another point is that, um, is that like this is kind of like you know like a like a textbook example of barrier of entry, right? Mm-hmm. People like just take it so so like, extreme. I don't feel like meditation is the same way that you know like, people think, oh yeah, like I I kind of meditate and then my thoughts start wandering and then you know I just put a stamp on myself. I felt a meditation and then move on, <laughs> right? So there has to be some way to lower the barrier of yeah. entry in a way yeah. that we can get it through, you know, like get into the habits. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm curious, does this, this podcast, like Tim Ferriss, do they, do they acknowledge that and talk about that? Or it's, it's always like, you know, like new things that they're doing. Like it, it doesn't feel like they're talking to a different class of people. I know um, what I mean. You know, it's like, you know, it's like, because like, yeah, they're inspiring people and like, you know, giving them tools and, and things for, for every average person. Awesome. Like, yeah, that's, that's the way to go. But there's, if they're only talking to like Elon Musk's and stuff like that, where it's like, oh yeah, they have the, the time or the privilege, the mm-hmm. money to kind of like do that. Yeah. You know? 
right? To, uh, to some somebody's, people lab tests on your blood whenever you want. Yeah, yeah, because because or, or you know because somebody's going to like make a meal for them or or something. I see what you're saying. Right. Yeah. Uh, somebody's gonna like cook for all of that for them, and they're not doing stuff themselves. Like a trainer. Yeah. You know. I mean, like I'm, I'm still a fasting noob. I'm still, uh, you know, like a, like a person desperately trying to understand what are they talking about for the podcast, right? They throw yeah. out these medical terms, but like that's why I, I, I kind of want to dive right into it. Is that you know, like they have some kind of a dump it, a dump it down version of explaining keto or, mm -hmm. or what you should be looking at, and that's how I, you know, got into it. I do the podcast on them, do a few, I think, do a two, two to three on it. Mm -hmm. Right, so it's it's really about you know not getting intimidating by the by the jargon and whatnot, and really make sure that okay, you know, yeah, if yeah. On this, I can try this out, and I'm not even gonna measure it because I I don't want to put myself into like your position where you're waiting stuff <laughs> every meal, yeah. and I just become a burden. I'm not gonna enjoy this, so I'm not gonna stick with it. Yeah, right? that's exactly. It's like it becomes too much, too hard, too difficult to just kind of. My my brother, as soon as my mom left, my brother stopped. <laughs> so like, so he revert back to eating before. Yeah, so I mean, better but not as good as what you know, like weighing in my mom was doing, right? Because there was somebody like doing that for him. Yeah. If it's him. if it's not too too personal to ask, like, what is the motivation for your mom to get everybody in your family on a low carb diet? Just health um, reason or like physician? Well, health reason. So from what I understood was that my uncle mm -hmm. was um, putting some weight on. Okay. And his doctor, I don't know who his doctor was, and so suggested a low-carb diet because he, I don't know if it was from his research or from what he had read, a doctor's reading or whatever, but he pointed out that um, – like like different ethnicities process foods differently mm -hmm. and the way that indians and south asians kind of process carbs it usually ends up as like belly fat really like, interesting and again like it's it's it, it, this was a few years ago so i'm not going to like you know put a my stamp on that but that's how i remember it that that's how you know so even for me i um, I have more belly fat than like fat in my arms or legs or something. Okay. And that's how it it might be is like up you know pot belly as opposed to some, ah. some other ethnicities that might distribute fat all over. Like sure they they all accumulate fat, but the way your body kind of the way your body puts it, some genetic some genetic kind of mechanism. And so he then suggested they go on a low carb diet and my uncle saw results and told my mom. And um, then obviously my, my brother had some weight on him. And so my mom was like, oh, it makes sense that you put, you, you gained this much weight and most of it is on your belly. Right. Um, so I was like, okay, let's, let's try this exercise. Let's kind of like get you on a low carb kind of thing. Um, he was a little bit lackadaisical on the, on the exercise part. So I think he did not get the benefit of, of both. And he wasn't doing intermittent fasting. So, mm -hmm. so he was like, if you do all of the three, maybe in, in, in a balanced way, you might get the most optimum mm -hmm. 
you know, uh, outcome, you know, but so he was more relying on her and yeah, he did see some, like definitely saw some uh, weight loss just because of that. Yeah. But as I said, it's, it was hard to maintain. And then, then she told me and it was like, okay, well, it makes sense to me. So I, I tried as an experiment. I was like, okay, I'm going to try it um, for like two to three weeks. So yeah, that's kind of how it, how it and my, my younger brother is, is pretty, like he's, he naturally doesn't eat a lot. Okay. Like he's, he just doesn't eat a whole lot. And so I don't think he's intaking a lot of um, carbs in the first place. So he had, he hasn't put on the so. Okay, so I guess your family, your mom is the one that she is still doing it, or she gave up too. I think she still does it for herself. Okay, good. Uh, but again, she she herself naturally at, at her age doesn't eat a whole lot. Mm-hmm. One of she she's very mindful of what she's eating and good. And, you know, it's rice, even rice is going to limited amounts, stuff like that, portion control. So she's not really weighing stuff for herself. But like she's been practicing like portion control and yeah you know, stuff like that and not eating as much and definitely no rice and ramen together. <laughs> That's a carb overload. Yeah, the carb uh, overload. I mean, I I, I do want to make, make a uh, observation here, and hopefully you can uh, uh, agree. Yeah. I feel like food culture is so fascinating that you know like. Like the person, like, I'm not sure if like India grow 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 rice or not. Probably you. Yeah, wait, yeah we do grow a lot rice. of rice. Yeah, yeah, of, of course. So the people that are grew up like naturally with a certain grain or a certain carb, if you will, they're 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 got by them sort of get used to it, right? That's that's mm-hmm. kind of like the theory that I've read. Because like for me, like like get me to give up noodle is like impossible. <laughs> <laughs> right and 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 like and quite frankly that this one i want to ask you is that like when i was growing up in china there's no no such a thing called gluten-free oh yeah i don't remember. i even i don't remember that yeah okay. like but like even here like, like the chinese people that come here for like 20 years they still don't have gluten problem mm-hmm. i'm not sure about india people but like I think because like we are growing rice and growing mm-hmm. wheat for so long, our I, I think maybe our gut biomes have to is already adapted to it and then like call me racist and whatever the all the people that are having the the gluten problem are the white people who they <laughs> where they don't grow anything. Here. And, and that's a and that's a good point because yeah. it's it's a lot of it stems from the genetics. Of course. Um and yeah, they probably do not like yes like from what I was told, Caucasians, especially Europeans, are more lactose tolerant. Mm-hmm. And so it would make sense that at some point, like Asians and some might, even though I feel like we've been drinking milk, I've been drinking milk kind of my life, but somehow not enough for our genetics to kind of like circumvent and be lacto- more lactose tolerant than like the European Caucasians and such. Yeah, and that's and just mostly genetics. Like, yeah, it's just right. like part of the thing that we got passed on, right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's like, I agree, it's a, lo- a lot of it is genetics and not to mention, uh, it's the, the food culture has changed in the sense that 
if I was a worker in India, I would naturally just be portion controlling. Like I wouldn't be gorging myself on like rice and stuff. Right? Why is that? Is that like part of the culture or what? Just you don't have money to buy oh, a whole lot. You're you're trying to conserve food and mm-hmm. you're eating like rice. You're not eating rice and ramen. You're eating like rice and like lentils and rice rice and like um, some other things that kind of like fill you up too and like vegetables and such. I see. Um, so it was kind of more balanced, more balanced. And even back home, we were eating a lot more balanced food, like rice and a wheat tortilla and chicken and vegetables, like you know, a lot more balanced. But here, I feel like it's skewed, right? Like mm-hmm. vegetables are almost out. <laughs> if they're if they're if I have to bring them in, they come like salad form, right? Right. Um, meat meat is good, you know, but meat is also like not just grilled meat that's or in the curry it's 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 fried and it's you know coated with bread and butter butter and it's like you know stuff like that so it's it's, right so then so the balance of food has definitely shifted like for me and definitely it's like oh i would love i i guess what what if i could just go back to that balance and not worry about cards or anything at this point, but just go back to balance. Mm-hmm. I feel I would I would slowly gravitate to like like normality, you know, like eating healthy, wholesome altogether. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I I think that should be my point is to try to go towards that, like my diet when I was back like in China. And, and I like the foods. I I I don't like it wasn't like oh I hate this that kind of food. Okay. You know, so I, I think, yeah, so in my mind, I feel like that would be a good thing to kind of gravitate towards now. Here, your childhood foods are probably not what you're supposed to eat. Yeah, <laughs> like mac and cheese, is like the craziest, the most, unha- the most unhealthiest thing yeah, ever. Yeah, there you go. Like, yeah, the cheese is protein, but carbs are like, you know, again, not the best. So, so yeah, so... Here, I think you would have to make more efforts to kind of find your balanced diet. Yeah. So, did you get any like tingling feeling trying to uh, want to try something new again in terms of diet or, <laughs> or well, like, what's been I, the focus I, for you? I need to make food. Okay. I, I need to make food. Cooking, uh, cooking, cooking. So, because then I know I have more control over my food, like what I'm putting. I, I kind of like, I can look at the recipe and say, okay, this is the nutrient content of this recipe. Right. You know, and like, okay, and then rice and then meat and, and vegetables, I, salad will have to be, I was bringing in vegetables like raw food, like just carrots and such easy Good. way. So, but I think I need to start with cooking more. So what do you and your wife eat? Like what does like a typical dinner looks like in a merchant household? I... <laughs> Please don't tell me just like KFC at McDonald's 24-7. No, 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 no. I mean, she's been cooking a lot more. Good. Uh, and she's been cooking... She, she's been cooking really good curry. Okay. 
but a good curry equates to a lot of unhealthy curry. Wait, how, okay. Of, how would you find a healthy curry? Well, well, a curry that has a lot of like cream and butter oh, and oil is not very healthy. So what is a good healthy curry? Like, do you just use that one, like the normal vegetable oil, or do you like use a lard or something? No, no, no. Like for example, if I'm making a lentil curry, okay, right, it's not. It doesn't have a lot of oil. Really, it doesn't have a lot of like. It doesn't have a lot of butter. It doesn't oh. have a lot of like. It's it's pretty healthy actually. Like okay, I, I, I'm not talking about a, a restaurant lentil curry. I'm talking about like homemade lentil curry. It's gonna be more like watery, less like a creamy yeah. like. It's more watery. It's not as creamy because Good. there's no there's no cream. Okay. No cream. So it's just like a water, onion, tomato based curry. Like you know, so it's just Ooh. onion, tomatoes. That's interesting. Uh, so. So like yeah, and lentils and different kind of lentils like, um, and legumes as well like legumes, lentils. So that can be really healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah, sure. If I added cream and stuff, sure. Then I'm, yeah, whatever. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, you could. So so if I I would like to make more of that, and then like chicken, I was just. Kind of marinating chicken and just grilling it, so it's mm-hmm. not even a curry. It's just like grilled chicken essentially. Mm. So, and a grilled chicken, it could just be like oil and like spices. That's true, right? Oil and spices marinated with like vinegar or like lemon or something like that. Give it sourness, kind of like tenderize it and grill it and. There you go. There's no cream. There's no like mm, stuff there. And it's like so. That's that's what I was trying to do before, you know. And I, I would I would just cut the chicken up into pieces and you know, just eat that. So kind of like, like like one of those like uh you know like uh, workout guys who have like boiled chicken breast. Yeah, and, yeah. And I mean, I would actually like say one chicken breast is like six ounces. So if I cut it into half, that's like three ounces of there you uncooked go. meat. There you go. So I, it's like, there you go. I know how much protein I'm eating, right? So that's actually interesting. So, you, so you're saying that the curry that we get at least here in the states is unhealthy curry. Oh yeah, in the restaurant. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like the yeah. like the Kamanu place, like the buffet is yeah, that, yeah, I, I mean, I would say that the, the healthiest curries curries are probably that wouldn't contain like um, cream or butter. Mm-hmm. It's like butter chicken, chicken tikka masala. Those are not healthy. Yeah, there's cause... like a there's like a goat curry and stuff that's I think tomato and onion based. Ooh, which is a like, little, little bit of a zing in there. How about a little sour tasting stuff? Not bad. Yeah, which is more healthy. But but then again, like most restaurants also put in like a ton of oil. So. Yeah, because that's kind of like one of the overarching theme that every time I go to a Indian or Middle Eastern restaurant is that I can have like one meal a day and I wouldn't be hungry until like like 9 p.m., you know? Like I think Middle Eastern food is because they don't have a lot of curries. It's just more like kebabs, like grilled oh, stuff. Right, yeah. So it's like more healthy. But then again, it's dozens of rice and stuff, pita bread and rice. So, so, that, so the actual curry in, in India will be more like soupy. And less, less like a creamy, saucy yep, yep, kind of thing. Soupy. 
Mm, like the the creamy, saucy ones are like more like restaurant. They're, they're not curries that we would eat every day. Right, right, right. Okay. So it would, it would, be, it would be more of the soupy, saucy kind of stuff. Now so, I think about it. It is really hard to maintain a low carb diet eating curry most of the day. Yeah, well, like, do you have like the non bread you go on over there with rice? Well, well, that, that's why I told you the low carb tortilla. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, I see the connection there. Okay. Okay. So it's like, and again, I'm not, I wasn't eating like five of them. I was just like, okay, one of them. So you, so you have the biggest tortilla, and and, and then you you cannot go all the way down. You find the most curry, and you know ah, I put it in there. I see. So, so there you go. It's like so 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 I think, I think like, maybe there's other Asian South Asian foods too. Homemade South Asian foods can be really balanced. Yeah, and of tasty, course. And tasty. And yeah. Not eating like. Um. I, I was actually watching a Netflix show. Uh, thank you for the, subs, the subscription, by the way. Uh -oh. um, <laughs> a, I think it was a Dave Chang, Ugly Delicious 2. The oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen yeah, they, okay. were, they, were, they were talking about like the reason that India have curry or, or Middle Eastern have curry because they don't really have that much of a furious fire source. So the only mode that they have cooking from like Asian time is just a slow cook, mm -hmm. right? Because they 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 can use the manure from from mm -hmm. the cow and have to be a long steam, and in, you know, like China, like from Asian time, we all have like the very strong, you know, like furious fire firepower. So we're able to do a little bit more, like you know, a stir fry, a little bit more of a hot pot situation. Yeah, because the temperature can get hotter for that yeah. for the oil. So it, it, it's a little bit more more diverse in the in the food culture, but I I'm sure India has the most diverse out there for the tropical region. But for China, like we have noodles, we have you know like rice. So so I think it might be a little bit more easier trying to go low carb route, in my opinion. A little bit more easier time. Yeah, I mean like like frankly like in my diet, I would say rice, noodles, and fries. Fries? Things, fries. You know I mean? like, if I go to McDonald's, I always get fries. You know? Okay, I see. So if I were to cut down on those, those are my major, major sources of carbs. You know? and sure, sugar is a different thing, but um, yeah, I mean, like my wife always says, you, you stop eating rice for like five days and you'll you start losing weight. That's true. Um, you know, but it's like, it's so good, it's so easy to make. I know. It's like it's my go-to. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, I'm still a noodles guy. Um, so right when the pandemic hit, I I almost pulled the trigger on a two hundred dollar Japanese rice maker. <laughs> I almost pulled the pulled the trigger on it, and then um, I I didn't buy it because I was like, yeah, rice is just not 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 mm -hmm. not ideal for me. Uh, I don't know. So, but you're eating like noodles. Yeah, um, so far I'm trying to cut the noodles down. Um, mm -hmm. So I've been trying to mix in, you know, um, you know, the Blue Apron meals that I'm cooking or. Uh, How the blue? So you switch from HelloFresh to Blue Apron? Yeah, yeah, um, they're they're similar. Um, yeah, I, I think. Hmm? Go on, I haven't tried Blue Apron. Yeah, I, I think I like the. 
I, I like the vegetable version on HelloFresh better. But again, I haven't really been on, you know, um, on HelloFresh for like that long. I've been with Blue Apron longer. Okay. Um, it just three meals so uh, a week is like 61 bucks. Yeah, like mo most of it is like shipping. Like I get it. But it's more like uh, improving my quality of life kind of a situation, you know. So you have three meals. Mm -hmm. Three meals exactly or is it six meals for you? Three meals. So they give you three three recipes. So you're spending 20 bucks a meal? Pretty much, yeah. Like I said, most of it is like shipping, right? Like, you know, it's probably cheaper for, for like me to like get it from Whole Foods or, you know, go to Walmart, but I don't want to leave the house, right? Like it's a COVID situation outside. But anyway, um, so I... You can get those products shipped to you, right? Like yeah. Have, have you tried making those recipes again by yourself without? I have from Because I've always like, I've collected HelloFresh recipes and I always thought about like... Uh, one thing the HelloFresh was like curry rice. Oh. One of the recipe was like, you get rice and you fry it and you put curry powder and stuff, something like that. And I was like, man, that's that's really good. Yeah. I'm going to use that for everything. Yeah. <laughs> so curry rice. Uh, but I have, I was like, I have not been able to like um, get the same ingredients and make those recipes again. Without yeah. the health fresh thing, I don't know if you've tried that with blue apron. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think each of us have like you know, quote unquote, the a stable food, right? For me, it's the stuff that that I cook with noodles, right? Mm -hmm. So like the like the vegetable that goes noodles, I use uh, carrots, celery, and uh, tofu, like mm -hmm. like like the dry tofu. And then I do, uh, you know, uh, maybe I do, uh, you know, uh, bone broth or chicken broth and I use mm -hmm. it to do like a soup to go, go, go down with my noodles. Mm -hmm. That's like one of the, it's called salt and yeah, right? It's the thing that is my stable. And I have, um, you know, um, all vegetable, um, super free uh, dumplings from the Chinatown. Mm -hmm. So whenever I wake up, if, I'm, if I don't feel like cooking, I just do one of those like all veggie vegan dumplings i can do that for like one meal right okay and i have a certain uh, microwave meal like the korean rice bowl like one one, one of those like you know like a vegetable a little bit of a beef mm -hmm. and rice you toss it into the microwave you can get some other kimchi or something get a little a bit, a bit of a fermented uh stuff what, vegetarian what is it called? Yeah. Bowl from hmm? costco what is where do you get it from uh, Chinatown. I don't. I I don't have a Costco membership. So, if you're interested in uh, one of those, or like uh, on your way home or something. Oh yeah, you live in, in North Salt Lake. Yeah. Um, I think there there is an Ocean Mart in Roy. Uh, I think. Korean bowl. But what's the brand? Um, I will send you pictures afterwards. Um, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just curious. But there is an Ocean Mart. There is a Chinese market. I think in Roy. Mm -hmm. Roy is at what, a 10 minute north of Europe? No, Roy is like 40 minutes, 35, 30 minutes. Really? Oh, so you are right off, so you are right on the edge of Salt Lake, right? You are like, yeah. oh, I see. Yeah. So, yeah. so probably the best bet is just go to like Chinatown, then 3300 South. Yeah, that's probably closer than yeah. Roy. So, so they're, they're, they're just Korean bowl is like four bucks and it's nice portion control. I, I usually don't eat anything else, maybe some veggie, maybe some fruits, and mm -hmm. that's a meal. 
and that's designed for my morning routine after I work out and you know take time for a walk I take a hot bath I usually have like 40 minutes to eat before I you know start my job mm-hmm. so um, and I make tea and whatnot so it really just a quick meal so so I've been trying to make that work for the last probably like three months now in quarantine so not bad I mean yeah I mean I used to get the the the, the madras lentil packets yellow colored packets or something that have like lentil curry or something yeah um and I would I would be like okay well I know but I know if I look at the back what are the contents if I'm eating like what, what it's all looked at so yeah and then there are some um some ones from uh, Amazon I uh, know uh, from a uh, whole from whole food like I like I try like a Spanish like um, a Hispanic bowl t- today they're like a bit pricey they're like six bucks or something but the quality of food is a little bit more better a little bit more variety um so so different things to like try out that's that's cool I'm, I'm gonna give it a try I'm definitely gonna give it a try uh, so we'll have to do a shorter one today Maya because I have okay. a few things I need to kind of wrap up and finish. Cool. Um, including including some presentation. So, but yeah, I just want to kind of, yeah, kind of because I'm going to do this last week, so I didn't want to keep pushing it. So. Yeah, yeah. We get it done. We have a 45 minutes down the belt. So that's pretty yeah, good. Yeah. All about diets. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's our thoughts about carbs and, and stuff like that. Low carb uh, diets. Low right. carb diet. Yeah. But awesome I'm, I'm, I'm like glad to see you so good good i know things are crazy out there we're probably not going to back, be back to normal for like another few months but yeah right. you know we're going to keep the zoom thing rolling for the time being it's it's, it's convenient That's cool okay all right I appreciate it appreciate it man okay. yeah, no problem all right cool this, okay, is it. this is summer signing off i'm signing off have a nice one guys you too